This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, naturopath and nutritionist, yoga and meditation instructor. Welcome to the Wellness Glow podcast for women who want inspiring and practical solutions to feel abundant energy and vitality on the inside and look radiantly healthy on the outside. Each week, I talk all things gut health and mind-body connection. If you want to find out more about me, check me out at susiegarden.com. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. This week's episode was recorded as part of a Facebook Live in my private Facebook group, The Wellness Glow, Solutions for Stress, Fatigue and Anxiety. So if you haven't joined my group yet, feel free to do so. Uh, just get head onto my Facebook page, Susie Garden Wellness like the page and apply to join the group. So there may be a little bit of chatter in here in this recording. It's just because of the way it was recorded. I hope you enjoy it. So yeah, I'm sitting here just getting some quiet space because uh, of course my neighbor's got the jackhammer out today. So no good for recording podcasts. So I'm just going to do it here um, in my clinic. And today I'm going to focus on stress, anxiety, and the immune system because, I mean, gosh, it bears no real explanation, does it, that uh, at the moment everybody's really feeling this incredible stress and anxiety, and I'm certainly not immune to that, uh, around this horrible virus situation. And I'm finding that my clients that I've been seeing this week are all feeling it. And so I figured why not do a podcast and a live in this group to talk about some of the things that we can do to support our stress, our anxiety and our immune system. And the thing is in a situation like this, 
we all feel really out of control, right? Like, you know, I just went down, I want to support local businesses around me. So I went down to my favorite cafe that I often get lunch at and they're just doing takeaway only at the moment. So even just going in there and making sure I'm keeping the right social distance from the other customers, they were had been uh, great. They'd set up the restaurant with all of the furniture along the side of the wall. So it was super easy to keep that distance, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, there's this, just this horrible feeling of things just aren't quite right. And obviously we know that this situation is going to escalate. And you know, unfortunately, we're gonna be hearing more and more kind of stressful uh, news and things that will make us feel more and more anxious. So the main thing to think about is what can you control? When everything seems out of control, what can you control? And the things that you can control are where your mind goes, what your thoughts are, and you can also control the food that you're eating. And that's what I'm going to talk mainly about today on this um, recording. So I guess the first thing is to understand the effect of the stress response on your immune system. They are intricately related. Hi, Susan. Nice to see you joining us from the United States. Uh, and the thing is with the connection between the immune system and stress. So what happens? We get into stress response and you probably, if you're a regular listener to my podcast, you know, I talk about this on and on, but I think it's really important to reiterate it now that we're all experiencing it. When we're in stress response, it's only designed to be activated for about 20 to 30 seconds. And it's there to get us out of trouble get us away from a predator. So what things happen, like our heart rate increases, our breathing increases, we're gonna get more oxygen in, we're gonna push that out to the muscles so we can either fight or we can run away. And so our, our blood pressure goes up as well to get that blood out there. We sweat more, our resources get re-diverted. So because we're um, producing stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, that uses nutrients. So those nutrients can get depleted and we also get a reduced blood flow to the gastrointestinal tract and our reproductive tract. So that can cause issues with digestion and fertility periods, that sort of thing. So that is, can also get out of whack when we are in our stress response for long periods. And obviously with this uh, virus situation, this is gonna be going on for a long time. And so we need to be able to manage our stress response. And the good news is there are tools that are really easy for us to do to manage that stress response. And I'm gonna go in, I think you probably know where I'm heading with this. Uh, meditation is obviously one of them. And also breathing and controlling the breathing. I mentioned about how the breathing rate goes up when we're in stress response. When we control our breathing, that sends a message to the hypothalamus in our brain that the threat has gone and we can dial back that stress response. And let me tell you how much I've been using my belly breathing over the past few weeks, and it really is incredibly effective. And I'm gonna do a separate recording of belly breathing so that it's not embedded within this podcast so that you can really easily access that. And I'll probably do that tomorrow. So, so for those of you that are listening on the podcast, if you come to my Facebook group, The Wellness Glow, Solutions for Stress, Fatigue and Anxiety, you can get access to that belly breathing track. So managing your stress response 
is one of the main things that you can do to help reduce those feelings of anxiety. And I'm not saying you're going to be able to completely switch it off because let's face it, there's a lot going on and it is difficult. It requires a bit of training to divert your mind away from it, but there's some things that you can do. The first thing that I think is really important is to reduce your exposure to news sites and social media feeds that are around this virus situation. I'm not saying switch off completely. We obviously need to be aware of what's going on and also make sure that we're following all of the guidelines that we're being given. And often that's being updated on even a daily basis. So obviously keep an eye on it. But I found myself personally, I'm pretty addicted to news sites anyway, to be honest, but I found myself checking almost every hour what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. And what it's doing is it's just setting up little stories in your brain is of that, you know, there's a problem, there's a threat, I need to be monitoring. And it is really not healthy for your brain to be focusing on that because you then start to really focus on negative stuff. And the thing is, our brains, because we're wired for survival, remember, we're animals, we're cave people, we're uh, wired for seeking out threats. That's what our brain does because it's protecting us. It's wired to seek out threats. So when we're also then feeding that with looking at visuals, looking at all that footage that initially that was coming out of China and now Italy, and when we're constantly feeding our brain this story of danger, it makes it more and more difficult to get out of that stress response. We're going to keep pumping out that cortisol, pumping out that adrenaline, going to keep that heart rate up. We're going to feel perhaps some tightness in the chest. I'm hearing a lot of that from people that I'm in contact with at the moment. Um, can cause diarrhea, it can cause um, abdominal pain, it can cause that sensation of you know gripping in the stomach. Maybe it's causing tension in the shoulders and the neck, maybe clenching off the jaw. So if we can reduce our exposure to that stimulus as much as possible by not dwelling on all of this negative news that, that we're receiving. Because remember too, the media want you to click. So they're creating amazing headlines that are terrifying that sometimes the actual information is not as terrifying as the headline that is um, setting you off because that's the main thing that you see. So limiting your uh, exposure to that sort of stuff is really, really important. Belly breathing, I've covered. Um, also, good whole food nutrition is really important for managing your anxiety and your stress. And the thing is, we're all spending a lot of time at home now, aren't we? So uh, there's plenty of opportunity to cook and maybe rediscover a love affair of cooking uh, and getting away from packaged and processed foods and really using your skills. There's so many amazing recipes on the internet. I've got some recipes on my website and uh, obviously we've all got cookbooks and stuff like that. So anything you can do to limit, sorry, to, to encourage cooking, maybe you can cook as a family or as, as a household, depending on what your family structure or your living arrangements are, if you're with housemates, then yeah, cooking together is a beautiful community thing to do and to use lots of nourishing whole foods, lots of either fresh fruit and veggies if you can get hold of it um, or uh, frozen is also pretty good uh, if that's, that's all you're able to get. 
Um, but the main uh, nutrients you wanna be looking at is stuff that's gonna support your immune system and also your stress response. So zinc is a really important uh, immune mineral. And zinc is something that uh, a lot of us are depleted in because our soils are depleted. So you can get it from meats, you can get it from uh, oysters, you can get it from nuts and seeds, also really good sources of zinc. And that's really important to be having some every single day. And if you think you might be low, if you've been told that, um, so if you're one of my clients and you've been told that, then a zinc supplement might be the way to go at the moment to help um, protect yourself from uh, any bugs that are going around at the moment to support your immunity. Vitamin C is really important for immunity and also for the stress response. Vitamin D, super important. And so many of us are vitamin D deficient. I had mine tested recently. Mine's actually quite good, which I was a little bit surprised about, but I think it's because I walk my dogs in the sun every day. Um, so I'm getting that small amount of exposure every day. Um, I also eat a lot of eggs. So I think that probably helps as well. That's one of the, the few food sources of vitamin D. So making sure you're getting out, even though we're all kind of stuck in a, in a self quarantine situation, just to get out into the sun uh, as much as possible to get your vitamin D is super important. B vitamins are really important because we chew through them when we're in our stress response. They're also responsible for our energy. So if you're feeling a bit flat and fatigued, uh, B vitamins are really important for that. Uh, and again, if you have a wide range of fresh fruits and veggies of all the different colors of the rainbow, you'll be getting enough B vitamins as long as you're absorbing them. If you're a bit concerned about your gut health and you think maybe I'm not absorbing because I've got diarrhea or I've got bloating or something's not quite right there, then get that sorted out. And uh, I'm doing only online appointments now so I can see you wherever you are in the world. So feel free to get in contact to see me about your gut health. Uh, the other thing is good quality protein. So make sure you're getting uh, good quality protein to help build um, good immune reactions. So we need protein for our, to build our antibodies. So very important. And also to build good neurotransmitters. So neurotransmitters are our brain chemicals. You've probably heard me talk about this before. And when we are in stress response, Remember our um, digestion isn't working as well. And so what happens is that sometimes we're not absorbing our nutrients very well. So that's one aspect. Second aspect is that we build about, not, yeah, produce about 90% of our serotonin in the gut. So if you're having gut health issues, that serotonin production might be getting interfered with. And so um, if the serotonin is being interfered with, serotonin is the precursor to melatonin, which is your sleep chemical. So if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe there's an issue there with those chemicals, or maybe it's just because you're in stress response, or maybe there's something else going on. So having good quality protein so you can build good serotonin and other neurotransmitters, there's quite a few that we use. I'm using serotonin as an example, mainly because of that melatonin link and sleep, which is often elusive. I don't think I've had a full night's sleep since all of this started. I'm getting better, I'm getting better, but yeah, I'm using all of these skills to get me down into that place where I can fall asleep relatively easily. So that's some of the elements. I'm gonna, over the next few weeks, gonna be releasing podcasts that are all around stress, anxiety, and immunity. Today's more of a general 
overview and over the coming weeks I'll get into more of a specific sort of um, uh, more in-depth I guess with each of those topics. I guess the final thing I wanted to talk about today was about spreading kindness. We've seen a lot of footage and I think that's been pretty selectively shown of everybody hoarding particularly in the early days, it was a bit of a joke, all of the toilet paper hoarding that was going on, but now it's just gotten really out of control. And if we just spread a little bit of kindness, I really feel that that will come back. And it always makes me feel so happy hearing stories of people going out of their way to do something nice for someone else. Even the other day I had um, coffee with a friend of mine who's an emergency nurse and uh, she might be listening. And uh, she was telling me a story about her elderly father who was in the shops during that elderly hour and um, unfortunately wanted to buy one more box of tissues than he was allowed. And so he got turned down for that. And as he, he's got an issue with his hip, so his you know, mobility is not great and he's slowly walking away with what he had. He got a tap on the shoulder and the lady behind him in the checkout had actually purchased the tissues for him gave them to him and then went back to get the rest of her shop, which just made his day and made my day hearing that story. And it's these tiny little random acts of kindness and looking out for each other that's going to help us all as a community get through this pretty stressful and awful time. And that's probably the, the message I want to finish up on today. So I guess what I wanted to uh, summarize with was just looking after yourself, looking after your thoughts, your nutrition, your stress response. If you're not quite sure, have a look back through the feed in this Facebook group, the wellness glow solutions for stress, fatigue, and anxiety. Join it. If you're listening to me on podcast, I'm going to be posting very, very frequently during this crisis. And, um, yeah, really look after that stress response didn't get to talk about meditation today but i'm what next week i'm actually going to do a full meditation uh so that you can just have that as a standalone and you don't have to weed through parts of the podcast to get to it so that will be next week so something to really just calm the nervous system so i hope this has been helpful if you are liking it please give me a little like i can see a few coming through if you have any comments just Pop them in the bottom if there's anything. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you. Um, yeah, if you have any comments or questions or things that you want me to put on the podcast, please leave a comment for me and or you can message me if you don't really want to uh, do it so publicly, although this is a private group, uh, so that I know what you want and what's going to be helpful for you. I think we all just need to support each other at the moment through this incredibly difficult time for the world. And uh, we will get through this, though. This too shall pass. I totally believe that. So thank you. If you are interested in subscribing to my podcast, it's called The Wellness Glow. And I will see you shortly in the group. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on The Wellness Glow. I loved having you here. See you again next week. Until then, take care and be well.